everyone, and welcome to today's podcast. This is Belfont Police Chief Brandon Stanley. Today I want to discuss teamwork and how teamwork combined with customer service may play a role in your life. As a lifelong resident of Logan County, I grew up with values of hard work, determination, and faith. Those values were taught to me by a lot of different people, but primarily my family and church. As I got older and into middle school and high school age, I realized that those words were only a part of what was expected. The other, bigger part that was taught was teamwork. Teamwork on the field and off the field. I realized that you didn't have to be an athlete to be a part of a team. You could be the team's number one fan and still be a part of the team. In fact, I have distinct memories of watching high school football and basketball games where it sure seemed that the fans helped win the games. I can remember some real nail biters where the crowd's cheers and chants made all the difference in the world to help our team win. Ultimately though, it still may have come down to talent and skill that actually determined the winner. Today, it seems that teamwork is harder to define. Maybe it's just me, but you can look at a number of communities that are suffering because there are jobs going unfilled, because there are no team members that want to step up and do the job. I don't think it's laziness, and sometimes I don't think it has anything to do uh, of that someone is being paid or not being paid enough. I think that the reason a community can't find workers is, is that we've lost a sense of teamwork. In many instances, we spend more time fighting each other and each other's ability to reason. I have great memories of getting my first paycheck and knowing that I had done a job and was going to be compensated for it. But way before I ever got that first paycheck, I was working hard. Everyone may have a different definition of what hard work is, but I can assure you that I contributed to farm work and it sure felt like hard work at the time. That wasn't to get paid, that was simply because it was expected of me by my parents. It was expected that me and my brothers and sisters would help do chores and sometimes that meant really hard work. For example, if any listener has ever baled hay, you know what I'm talking about. There's nothing like baling hay on a hot summer sizzling day. If you've done it, I think you would agree that that is hard work. There's definitely a sense of accomplishment when you're doing something hard and not expecting payment for it. You do it because you wanted to or you did it because it was expected of you. In the classroom, for example, your parent is not standing next to you telling you the answers and telling you that you need to do the hard work. Instead, you're trusted not to cheat and do your homework. There are certainly times when parents will reward their son or daughter for great grades, and that's okay. Right now, in our community, there are frustrated business owners. They are frustrated because they can't seem to get reliable help that will show up and do what's expected and learn to grow in the position in order to one day maybe being promoted to a supervisory position or management role. Instead, they will get new employees who seem desperate for a solid job in the beginning, but, th but then come in one day with the wrong mindset. They may decide the job isn't for them anymore. They may decide that they just don't want to work that hard. Unfortunately, when this happens, the business is left without a reliable employee for a longer period of time and must cause the other employees to be more patient while they do more work. So, how can we all be a part of a better team? How can we contribute towards teamwork? I think it starts when we're young 
and starts with being involved in school athletics or school programs or groups. For example, a band member works really hard to be a part of the music program and showing improvement in the instrument of their choice. A football player may start out confused on what action to take on a specific play that the coach wants, but begins to learn more about the game and becomes a better team member as you remain in the program. A freshman player who's willing to stay in a sport for all four years of high school will most certainly be a better teammate because they have learned more while they chose to not quit. Those who truly don't want to put in the effort or the time will soon learn that they are holding their team back and not the best teammate that they could have been if they had just changed. Our community is dependent upon good teammates. Look around at any part of our community and challenge yourself to see how many different ways you see teamwork. Do you see it in your school? If not, why not? How can you be a part of building the team? Do you see it on your team? And that means, do you see it in your group of friends or on your sports team or the group that you're in? As you dig deeper into this topic, you quickly realize how much of a part of our community teamwork plays. It's a big deal and I hope you agree to join the team. It's easy to sit back and armchair quarterback anything. As the chief of police, for example, I routinely armchair quarterback police decisions. When I find that my team could have done better, my job is to quickly address that and see to it that the, my teammates understand expectations. We fix it and we hope it doesn't happen again. Just like you, I find myself armchair quarterbacking decisions that others make. Each day, I may see something that I question that I saw someone say or do. If I find that a friend of mine has made a decision to do something that I would have chosen to do differently, I would ask myself if it would make the team better or not. How do you see your team? Who are your players on your team? What happens when you may need to put in a substitute or a backup player on your team? Who would you call and why? In other words, teamwork is about all aspects of our lives. Your team will face opponents who may be better than you. You may find that the other team took more time to be prepared, better fit, or may just have better teammates. So do you sit back and let them walk all over you? No, you prepare better and you work harder. A very good example of teamwork that is bigger than any of us actually know is how our military operations around the world are interconnected. What a team. Our military is the best in the world due to their unbelievable teamwork, their diligence and training and planning for all types of incidents and emergencies. Teams are generally well-rounded. They're basically made up of people wanting the same thing. They may want to win. They may just want to build on their prior successes. They may want to outpace their competition in sales or by preparation. If we would look at our community, for example, most of us could agree that we want a safe community that has job opportunities, good schools, good parks, good water systems, good neighborhoods and recreational opportunities. We want safe routes for our kids to travel. We want clean streets and well-paved roads. However, when a problem arises because a member of the community failed, we may see where portions of our team hurt. In my role, I've seen a number of times where one home in a neighborhood has caused a lot of problems. Over time, if nothing changes, that single neighborhood can really feel abandoned 
because they can no longer be a part of that team and they don't feel that their team has helped them. Instead, problems continue until eventually violence can result. This drives the dagger deeper into the heart of the team. Based on a systematic sense of empowerment, one neighbor may think that they're the only one who matters on the block and make everyone around them feel isolated and less important. When the neighborhood team finally rallies and attempts to defend itself from the problem, this is when we see a winning attitude arise. This is when the good overcomes the bad. Finally, after the neighbors have come together to work as one, they have accomplished what they didn't think was possible. They made a positive impact and forced the problem out of their neighborhood. During a horrible ice storm many years ago, the residents of our community showed teamwork by helping each other clean up down trees and clean up debris. For many days, our community suffered the effects of a dangerous weather system, but emerged a champion of teamwork. We fought the damaged infrastructure and showed that we could all pull together in times of great challenges. I was recently visiting another community and attempted to make a purchase at a store. During my purchase, the store employee was very unfriendly. As I did my best to make her day better, it became obvious that she was miserable in her job. She never smiled and continued to treat me like the dozens of others that she had clearly done business with before me that may have contributed to her unhappiness. Towards the end of my interaction, she made a startling remark. She was frustrated at that moment because she could not get the order entered correctly into the computer system. She remarked that she gets yelled at if the order was not entered right, but that she always tells them that she was never trained, and she was never trained properly to enter any of it so that they would have to take what they could get. In other words, she was making it clear that not only was she unhappy about the customer service, she was unhappy that she was doing a job that she was not trained to do. This discovery was eye-opening to me as a paying customer. It made me feel as though I had somehow added to her frustrations by simply placing an order. I then began to consider how her day had gone before I had ever got to her. She was a middle-aged woman who clearly wanted to be somewhere else and not working. Maybe she was working to just survive, or maybe she was just working because she had to pay off some medical bills. One will never know, but what I do know is that her team had failed her and she had failed the team. I could only think that maybe with better training and better hourly wage, she may have been feeling better about how to do her job and smile when a customer was just trying to ask questions. We all hear a lot about the next generation. The amazing part is, is that we were all once a part of the next generation and the generations before us each complained about us in some way, shape, or form. Today, we hear a lot about how this current generation has no social skills because they have grown up with technology in their hands literally since they were babies. As a person who has hired a few of this generation, I've come to know that this generation, just like mine and those before me, had competent people who are simply trying to grow up in a society that expects something of us on a constant basis. This generation has been tasked with the impossible. They have been challenged on one hand to learn how to ignore technology, but on the other hand, have been told to use technology to get them through their entire life. I am excited for this generation because they will certainly unleash bright new ideas and create new visions for our future. 
I must admit that I am one that would say that this generation, if not careful, will forget about customer service because they will only see it on their phone. They will never learn to do customer service through teamwork or face-to-face -face if we're not careful. It could become, if they choose, a lost art that when lost will be incredibly difficult to get back. As I begin to close this episode, I want to remind you that we are all part of something bigger. We are all part of a neighborhood, a school, a community. We are all part of each other's decisions to be positive, to be a volunteer, to be a coach, to be a teammate. You are more than just a number, and so am I. You are important. If you have worked at your, your job just for one day or 10 years, you're still an important team member. How many times have you gone someplace recently and noticed that customer service isn't very good? Have you decided that it was just a fluke for that moment? Or have you noticed that it's a trend and it's a declining trend of customer service? Do you think that you've lowered your expectations for customer service because of your, your times with this? Or do you think that customer service is not the problem at all? I will have to say in my travels, I've noticed that it is a clear problem of customer service. I can't help but think that the problem is not that we don't know how to do it, but it's because we have the wrong teammates. This goes back to my earlier words I shared, because if a business keeps losing employees and they must take more time to train a new employee time and time again, then they can't focus on customer service. Eventually their whole day becomes a worry about just training a new employee. Unfortunately, that means that the service you and I receive will be poor. How many times have you purchased a food order recently and realized that the order is wrong? Why does that happen? It probably happens because of quality control is somewhat of a lost art. It used to be that someone had a job that would monitor the accuracy of what the customer had ordered and how they're receiving it. But now, they just keep on concentrating on keeping the pace of work because the slowdown of new employees are not well trained and they don't know how the business operates. In other words, they may be a great new employee, but they don't know how to work smarter and work faster yet. Quality employees may learn faster, but it still takes time to learn the job. Businesses want quality employees who care about their products and care about their company. They don't want employees who are liabilities and don't care about quality of work. Most bosses will allow some margin of error, but not to the point of losing customers or getting businesses sued. By each of us taking pride in our work, we may just be able to change our piece of the world. So, in closing, how can we work together as a community to solve this problem? If we can't solve it, we certainly can't expect anyone else to solve it for us. I recommend that each listener stop and think about their role on our team. Are you a valuable member of the team, a competent team player, or are you here just to stand on the sidelines or sit the bench? Think about how our community's retirees deserve a quality meal with quality customer service at their table. They deserve quality, and especially when they eat their meal that you just served them. They deserve quality when they pay their bill. Each of us deserves a friendly face 
in the aisles of our stores with employees who can readily answer questions about products that the business offers. We must become the go-to players. We must make it our game and stay in the game until we get it right. No matter what your job is or what it becomes, please do what you can to make a positive impact for our team and your team. Maybe work a little harder, stay a little later, or be 100% accurate on what you do. Strive for outstanding customer service in whatever you do. And when you do that, you will find your customers will be more satisfied, your community will be better, and we will be envied by our opponents who want us to fail. Let's win this together. Thanks for listening to, the, to today's podcast. I hope you've enjoyed listening. Please be looking for our next podcast on this channel.